Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. It's Debbie Gilbert from the Business Awards Show, and I'm also the founder of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Andrea Boughton, who is the founder of the brand studio Beehive Green. She is a branding designer and has been doing this for 25 years and has had her business for almost 10 years. So welcome, Andrea. Thanks, Debbie. That was a lovely intro. <laughs> well, we're going to be talking to you about your recent silver winning the Best Business Women Awards and also another awards that you were a finalist in for this year and also about how the awards industry generally is such a, a great way of businesses within branding and marketing to market themselves and a bit about your business journey. So let's start with that. So tell me why you set up your own business nearly 10 years ago. Uh, probably a familiar story to lots of people but before I started my business um, I had a so as you said I've been in the design industry for 25 years I've been working in a London agency for eight years kind of worked myself up to quite a senior level design and helping run the studio pitching for lots of projects Um, really fun job but quite demanding job Um, I live in Hertfordshire so it required a commute so I was sort of out of the house from seven in the morning till seven at night on a good day you know (laughs) and often if there were pictures or other things um, you know it it could be longer so while it was fun basically um, I started family my priorities changed and it, it wasn't really viable to go back with the childcare and everything and you know I wanted to see my children so mm. I actually ended up taking a five-year career break and had you know great time with my kids you do get a bit of stigma actually kind of taking mm. some time out as well I found but I did a few little freelance bits and pieces during that time and I actually had done um in my agency days as well so inevitably, it kind of came the time where I wanted to pick back up where I left off. And I just couldn't find anything that suited me in terms of the flexibility that I wanted, the hours that I really wanted to do at that stage. And I wanted to be able to do the school run and um, mm. things like that. And so given this, so my eldest is 16 this week, actually. <laughs> so, wow. so, I think things probably have moved on quite a lot, but at the mm. time there was not that flexibility there at all. I'd seen mm. people try to do it. So um took that time out. And then when I was looking to go back, most of the roles being quite close to London were still in London and you didn't mm. have the option of the kind of hybrid working no. either. So really I just decided to just kind of put the word out there if anyone had any work they wanted to do um you know dusted off my mac and started going from there really it wasn't something I intended to do or for the long run but it just kind of worked um 
it was a whole different ball game working for myself rather than, you know, for an agency because you're wearing all the hats, aren't you? So a lot of learning bits and pieces that I hadn't really been involved with in like costing and all that type of thing, as well as all the admin side of it. So it was quite, quite, quite a challenge I found. But yeah, I got going, learned stuff along the way, joined different communities, learned off other people. And I've also had been doing more like, publishing editorial design in my agency role um but I've evolved to focusing just on brand identity design um I tend to work with a lot of small businesses um it suits their needs and it just means you can just keep on doing fresh ideas fresh designs as well like I found I'd actually got a bit stale with the publishing anyway because once you've done a few issues of a publication it tends to be the same each issue so it's great fun when you're pitching and doing the new work so I was ready for that that change. Um, so, yeah, it kind of started off doing, you know, really a few hours here and there while the children were quite young and has just evolved to being, you know, my full-time role. I now collaborate with other people. I work with uh, some, you know, quite fair-sized organisations. It tends to be those people design in-house. They might have a marketing person or a comms person to have a dedicated design department so it's usually people that are looking to grow and want to kind of um I guess project the right image talk to their clients the right way so I've got quite a kind of focused way of um looking at I guess they're trying to convey their personality yeah. through the brand to help them connect with their audiences and yeah it's just um evolved you know I, I started out working with I say smaller businesses um, or one person organizations and now I tend to work with slightly bigger organizations so okay. they're quite in-depth projects for a couple of months on the on time but it's you know everything's done by the end of it and, it and it's fun it's good to see the transformation so that is your passion is creating yeah. brands and redesigning brands and getting them out there hands on yeah, yeah, I like being hands-on, which is one of the reasons why I don't really have an urge to scale up into an agency mm. myself, because I know the higher you get, the less hands-on yeah. you can be, and I actually like the hands-on creative part of it. So. Yeah, yeah, no, and I think everyone has their own aspirations of what they want to do, and just because you don't have a massive business with loads of staff um, doesn't mean that you're not successful and that was like one of the things with setting up the awards I wanted to see everyone getting recognized who was you know doing a really good job for their clients and may have discounted awards because they thought they weren't big enough so you had that experience yeah <laughs> you had experience though didn't you in working in an agency of so, their yeah. awards yeah so going back to that stint in an agency um it was quite a niche we worked in this editorial creative communications and there were there was um basic annual awards called the communicators in business awards and that was our marketing activity really entering lots of those awards and we'd usually scoop quite a lot of awards each year some might be for editorial some might be for design I I did a used to do a magazine for Sainsbury's a staff magazine that was a gold winner um, we used to enter PR week awards as well and I had stuff shortlisted there but doing the the award entries and and you know getting those awards was a um, great way for the agency to go out and pitch for new work because it just gives you so much 
credibility to these awards for these different brands doing the work. It's just um, it just gives you a big tick, doesn't it? It puts mm. you a step ahead of the um, competition. So, so you, you could know, see that for yourself that you thought you know awards would be a good way of you getting your business out there. Definitely, I just don't think I understood for a long time because this is the first year that I've entered entered any awards independently and I don't unless I'm chatting like this I don't mention my old awards because Mm. they're they're, they're a long time Mm. ago for a different type of work but I always know the value of them what I had noticed over the years were certain um, awards popping up where people are shouting vote for me do this do that Mm. or you get stuff land in your inbox where it's like well done you've won just pay Mm. you know (laughs) you know, sometimes thousands of pounds and you can get your award. And that just felt like, no. you know, if I want to do something, can do something like yeah, that. Yeah, do it well. Incredible with a um, proper, solid mm. entry process and feel relevant, the outcome for me. You know, I'm not doing it for a vanity kind of no. exercise. It's that validation, validation. and all those mm. things. Because sometimes you do look on it, get looked on a bit more negatively working, you know, a sort of small outfit like what I am. But actually, you know, sometimes the work I do, you know, I am pitching against agencies and bits and pieces. So actually having those awards there. So I actually, so I'm a member of Hertfordshire Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. um, which I joined last year, I think. And they have a awards do or awards um, evening every year. Um and much I said, I didn't really think it was relevant for me as, you know, a small um, business, you know, a tiny business. I mean, a lot of small businesses entering. But I, I went along to, they ran a workshop um, where you could go along and ask questions. And I went along to it and I chatted to the lady there, kind of explained my situation. And she was just amazing, really encouraging, talked me through all the things that, you know, I could, you know, just made me realize really that it is worth entering and you've got to be in it to win it and I so I went for it I entered a few, I entered three different categories and I ended up being a finalist for Hertfordshire's small to medium business this year there and the year this year and you know, sadly I didn't I didn't win um, my categories but it was a short list of six for both so you know I was it was brilliant well. to get there and an amazing evening because the um, awards evening <clears> was at the Harry Potter Warner Brothers Studios. So yeah, which is lovely. What a there. great venue. Yeah, yeah it's we a had great a train venue. next to us on the platform. So you know what? What a night it was! Yeah. It was really memorable and really fun. So that kind of gave me the bug a little bit, and mm. then I, I'd obviously heard about your awards. But again, thinking, okay, what's what is it is it relevant for me? Is it worthwhile? But then I heard you'd introduced a new creative category, and that was like I was like, right, that's that's what kind of really sold it to me. And obviously your process, you know, about having, you know, different judges um go over the same categories and awards and how thoroughly it's done. And you know, I know from the questions and mm. and filling in the information. It's not an easy process, but it's a great way to review what you've been doing. And actually, mm. oh, actually, I have been, you know, you think, oh, not much has been happening. But yeah, when you actually start adding it up and put it yeah. together, you're like, actually, wow, you know, I've been doing a lot over this last 12 months. Um, mm. So it's just got all sorts of benefits, really, of from, you know. I think, I think the way, you know, one of the things that 
we don't realize is you know like i think it's about 95 percent of businesses close after five years or within five years of startup so if you get to nearly 10 years running your own business getting working servicing your clients you definitely have the attributes that you could enter awards because yeah, well it's this you clearly are a good business because yeah. otherwise you wouldn't be around you'd have got you'd have given it up and gone back to working for an agency um because to keep that momentum of work coming in is never easy no it's never easy is it it's not it's not you've got to continually be visible mm. and um, get yourself out there which I haven't always been brilliant at doing and it's still you know it's a juggle isn't it when you know you're a small business because it's time-based a lot mm. of it so again the awards are just a great um validation really and when people see you know it just makes people notice I, mm. I even at you know the chamber of commerce events obviously you know you sit around the table and you know mm. different types of people there a lot of them big organizations but when you you know, if it comes up in conversation, some of the clients you've worked for who are well known like locally, or these are you know the awards that you've been a finalist, they're like, oh right, okay. They suddenly seem to pay mm. a little bit more attention. It's yeah. um it's yeah. interesting, isn't it? How that it changes is. people's perceptions. So in the in the 10 years that you've been in business, what sort of challenges have you faced and how have you overcome them? So I think one of the challenges to me is always time as a small mm. business. I do now outsource various tasks. I've got a VA that helps me with admin. I've got an accountant, all mm. those things. I were kind of doing everything myself to start with. And, you know, I invest in my business as well. So, mm. you know, things like my website, I'm not writing my own copy because that's not what I advocate to my clients. So, no. so you know, get a client, you know, copyright. So I think the time thing but then investing in the right things has worked um so for me obviously, obviously juggle with children mm. um and with me now it's it's getting to be more of a juggle with aging parents that mm. quite a lot been going on there really over the last five years and I think in the last year we've had like three unexpected hospital stays where you have to kind of mm. drop everything but I'm kind of a bit I don't know, I try and be a bit smart about it now. So I'll try and build time into deadlines so that mm. you've got a little bit of flex there when, the, when you know, when you're needed elsewhere, really. And I think it's, you know, a lot of people, it's just kind of the reality, isn't it? This sort of juggle. Mm. Mm. Um, so other challenges, I guess it's just just making yourself seen and, be, and being visible. So um, with that, doing things like this, appearing on podcasts, trying to get featured in the press, Mm. Um, all those sorts of things are mm. have been good for visibility mm. and just those kind of strategic partnerships of other people as well mm. um joining different networks and, and and kind of being sociable to be honest because yeah. well. it can be really isolating working at home can't it, it and can. yeah do you find that can sort of stem your creative flow or do you find it's better if you're kind of focused on what you're doing I quite like working. I didn't at first, but I quite like being by myself when I'm actually hard working now because I, I very occasionally I'll go co-working somewhere. But what I end up doing is actually <laughs> or social because I haven't seen anyone. It's quite convenient for me being at home. I've got a dog, so I can take. You know, mm. I break up the day by taking the dog out, and I think that helps. Mm. You know, give you a bit of a fresh outlook on things and keeps you a bit focused. You need to take breaks. You can't just mm sit in the house all the mm. time 
So it's trying to get that right balance with everything um, keeps you focused. But actually, I, I quite like being at yeah. home, working from home now. So what sort of, if somebody was listening to this, what sort of advice would you give them if they were thinking of starting up in um, branding and design work, starting a business? It's, it is very competitive. There's lots of people doing it. So make sure, make sure you're doing it really well and know mm. what you're doing. Um, look at the practicalities of things as well as making mm. things pretty so really kind of know your craft really mm. and ask questions ask your audience but on, in practical terms of setting up a business mm. I just I, I think the best thing to do is join various communities and there mm. are design communities there's freelance communities you know you need to get all your contracts in place I've had some things that haven't been particularly nice happen you know um, things haven't gone quite as I'd wanted to but all I do is then update my contracts like that that's not going to happen again because I've mm. learned from that experience so I mm. think you do learn as you go along as well but really get you just need to get yourself out there get some good work in your portfolio um, less is more mm. sometimes as well the sort of work that you want to be doing um mm. Don't show everything under the sun. Just be quite focused yeah. on that type of work. Um, do you niche in any particular industries or do you generally work with anybody in any industry? I t it tends to be more the size of the organisation, but actually um, I am, I guess, on a bit of journey to work with more kind of positive impact brands. Mm. So I do work with quite a few non-profits, mm -hmm. um, some charities um and it, it tends to be businesses championing certain things so maybe the creative industry mm. or I'm working for wine brand at the moment that's, oh. um, yeah I know um really fun one but they're kind of they're championing small wineries for example yeah. so, you small know, producers yeah so it's it's so where did your name Beehive Green come from? I'm intrigued about that. So when I actually, when I started out, I was just Andrea Boughton Design, um, which never felt quite right, but because I kind of almost fell into it and everything. Mm. So after, a few years later, um, I knew I wanted something that kind of gave me, because I do often pull different people in on projects and pair up with different people so especially the writers and photographers um getting an illustrator in on the projects I'm working on at the moment um so I wanted something that could kind of unify just having my name didn't feel quite right so one of my kind of core values is collaboration and where I happened to be living at the time which is not far from where I am now uh was a road called Beehive Green. So I really like the beehive part of it. Mm. Um, it kind of summed up that collaboration and people mm. working together. Um, so it kind of started from that, but I ended up taking the whole name because actually the green just gave it that extra oomph. It's a bit mm. of a talking point. But actually for me as well, it's green's a colour about kind of freshness, reinvigorating, mm. growth. And it's kind of a bit of a metaphor for everything that I do with the brands I work with. So kind of, I kind of talked myself into it, really. And I did all the searches and everything and it was available. Mm. 
so since then I have trademarked my name um, I've done all those things to protect my brand um, become a limited company that was quite recent I was operating as a sole trader for quite a while um, and probably the next thing will be um, within the next couple of years is becoming like VAT registered as well because most of the organizations I work with um, mm. are companies so it kind of put me off for quite a while but Yes, that's where the name came from. It was where I actually lived. And I knew it was something that I could take with me if I moved because I knew I'd probably yeah. be there forever. But it's... Um, that's yeah, amazing. I asked about that. So. Yeah, because it does... To me, it sings a bit of sustainability, CSR, and obviously yeah. the busyness of bees. And, yes. and you know, I yeah. wondered where you got it from because I actually think it's a lovely name and your branding, your own branding is really good. And of course, the testament to how well that you do this with your clients, really, because if you can't do it for yourself, how could you, you know, yeah. sometimes you look at people's stuff and you think, oh, my God. I know. Point. And I think that's the thing as well. You know what I say to anyone that's running a business, you really have got to invest and showcase yourself the right way. Mm. if You want to be working on really quality projects and people to believe in you, really, mm. and trust in you. Actually, having a strong brand gives you um you know credibility mm. basically and I think awards and everything yeah I think the awards have now given you the credibility that you are a good businesswoman and that's what the awards bring to your door really you've had two different judging panels select you based on the information you've obviously put in your entry but they will have looked at stuff online as well that's out there about yeah. you yeah. and I think it, it gives you that reassurance um that you're on the right track and that you're doing all of the right things. And as a businesswoman, you are credible, Yes, you know, yeah. which is great. Yeah. So would you enter awards again? What's your thoughts on that for next year? Um, definitely, yes. Um, I It is time-consuming, mm. so I'm not on, up for, like, a scattergun approach. No. I will, again, look at what's right for me. But I think with awards, actually, you probably do need to keep doing them because mm. – so many people say award-winning this that and the other and it's what have you won and when and mm. how's it re- mm. you know it could be anything couldn't it so I think you need to keep up to date to be relevant so yes I will be looking to and it keeps your profile raised without a doubt I mean yes and yes. especially when you've got I mean have you entered any design awards yourself as your business no so I need to look so yeah I the ones that I used to enter and actually a lot of them so I, you know, I follow obviously the creative industry you've got um creative review you've got design mm. week you've got da dnad they cost hundreds of pounds per entry they're really they're not really viable for mm. people like me because i mean i know from my past experience that that was our marketing activity mm. so a lot of money would be invested in it and that's going back mm. you know 15 years 16 well actually longer than that though so i need to find something that is right for you know viable basically but that that would be my next step I think to look at um something actually being judged on some of the work that I do yeah so is there no awards out there for smaller design companies do you think so I need to do some research yeah I I might go and have a little look because that seems to me yeah there should be awards out there for that without a doubt uh, especially in the sector that I want to work mm. with, you know, the you know CSR um, charity. Mm. Things like that. I've got a big rebrand that I'm desperate to share with everyone. It's not launched yet, and it just keeps getting put. It was due to be launched 
think in January and now it's next January at the moment. Oh gosh. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's just such a great showcase, but obviously I yeah. can't show no, it. Not I until it's anything. No. But it really does sing to everything that I believe in, in the terms of, you know, making a brand accessible. Yeah, you know, how exciting. So, yeah, that would be a good showcase. Mm. So I'm hoping when that's launched, I can use that as a tool for some entries as well. Mm. So, yeah, that, that would definitely be good because I think being actually judged on your work against, you know, your peers is, is a good thing as well um just a good experience to go through whatever happens so overall in your view awards are a positive experience even for a solopreneur 100 percent, because I think even you know whether you get you know I've been lucky to have been shortlisted this year um you know got a silver with you but the whole process was a real learning point as well in the like I say, just reviewing my business, my achievements, mm. looking at the numbers over the last few years and seeing the kind of how, how things have, you know, grown um, mm. has been a really good exercise to do, a mm. great way to review and, and good see. way to reflect on what you've yeah. done. Yeah, and, and I've set myself targets um, for next year, you know, so mm. some of the awards I've entered, they're like, what are your objectives? And actually, it's really helped mm. me think, what are my objectives? You want to keep mm. on moving forward mm. so you know I've got goals to work to which what's, your, like, what's your big goals for next year what's on your uh, agenda so I am currently working through a net zero program oh. with winter you might know yeah yeah. yeah yeah we do yeah so, yeah so I've passed the first level so I've kind of said that I want to be gold by mm-hmm. you know, next year um by middle of next year so that's one of the things that I'm doing. So trying to make it, um, you know, understand more and learn more about that, really. I do a lot of personal training. I did a lot of stuff, work on brand strategy last year. Um, I did a few different courses on that. So I'm looking to put more of that into action mm-hmm. as well. And I, I, one of the other things that I'm learning a lot about, and there's still lots to learn, and actually it's always going to be, is AI because obviously mm-hmm. that's got a big impact mm-hmm. on the um creative industries. It doesn't it doesn't frighten me at all because no. I see it as more as a tool that you can use. And actually it's been really good at, you know, just simple things you can do to get different effects and things like that, which would have taken hours you can do in mm. two minutes now. Um you amazing, know. isn't it? It's yeah, amazing. That. And the written side of things, you know, getting you know, when you write too much and you need to cut it in half and you'll find it really hard, you know, it's mm. It might not come out exactly as you want it to, but you know, so learning yeah, it helps. About, yeah, AI is one of the things that I'm definitely upskilling on at the moment. So oh, you've got a lot going on. This, I think, the, the industry is, and that's one of the reasons it was quite daunting going back after having a bit of a career break. Yeah. Is the tech just continually changes all the time. Yeah, and you've it got is to keep up with it. Um, changing at quite a vast speed at the yeah, moment, isn't it? Yeah. With AI. Amazing. I've actually been accepted on a programme to be an Adobe ambassador as well. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, there's quite a few. I don't know the ins and outs, so I need to look at that. And I'm making more because, obviously, Canva's really popular, Mm. but I'm trying to get my clients to use Adobe Express more because that is it just works really well with all the stuff Mm. that I do, um, but a lot of people don't know about it. So, yeah, there's lots going on, really, but I think it is – 
just so is Adobe Express similar to Canva? You know, it is. It? Yeah, and, very, and it... very much similar to Canva. Yeah, but obviously oh. for me, it syncs up with a lot of my workflow. Yes. Um. So it just just makes sense, and I just find it a bit more user friendly because I'm used to working with that software. But as a terms of someone that hadn't used it, it's quite similar to Canva, really. Oh, but again, so I think they're getting quite right. You know, there's a lot of rivalry there, as you can imagine. So which came first, Adobe Express or Canva? Well, Adobe Express has been around in different guises, called different things for a number of years. But I think Canva was the first to go. I mean, Mm. Adobe's always been a professional design tool. And I think they've seen, obviously, the success of Canva um, for, you know, not it's made it really accessible to non-designers, hasn't Mm. it? Just been able to produce things that look slick and effective so I think it's it's definitely I'd say the last 18 months massively come on leaps and bounds in terms of what you can do in it really so mm. yeah, it's worth playing around with it's 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 probably find it quite similar but there's different things probably that are better in each different, different yeah things. different yeah, different features yeah yeah you've got access to a lot of AI stuff in there which is really quite smart and clever so mm. uh, that can be taken advantage of for creating images and graphics and stuff yeah and all sorts of effects so interesting it's quite fun but yeah the time to play around and learn everything while doing the client work it's trying to keep yeah because yeah, it's a lot of balls to juggle doing all of that isn't it yeah it's interesting. Oh, it always is isn't it? you've got to keep learning but also mm. doing the work mm. so you can keep on learning but that's what keeps you keeps you going doesn't it keeps you stimulated mm. so well we will be excited to see this new rebrand that you've been working on in january Oh, I know. Yeah, actually, um, I've got a couple more that should be launching hopefully before then. But yeah, it's just funny the way sometimes I had I worked with well, actually it's a Swedish brand. I was saying about this. It probably doesn't come as a surprise because there's an SA, you know, SA software as a service. I can't say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tech brand. I literally gave it to them the next day. They'd updated all their site, everything launched within a day, and then this one's a year, and it's a you know obviously. Mm-hmm. It's a charity. Mm. Lots yeah, of maybe it has to go through so many channels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is. You can never quite tell, but oh. um, you know, I always like my clients to have the ability to kind of launch everything and show it off before mm. I let them take the. Um, yeah. Well, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, maybe my business could do with being rebranded, refreshed, or maybe you are starting out in business and you want to start off on the right footing, we'll make sure Andrea's details are in the show notes. And also uh, we will add some links as well for you, Andrea. So great to talk to you and we shall continue to watch your journey with interest and um, see some of the new brands that you're revealing. So I'm sure you'll put them out on LinkedIn. So connect with Andrea on LinkedIn. And thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Debbie. It's been lovely to chat with you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.